Welcome to Cringe and Crumble, the podcast where we dive into real-life experiences and raw, unfiltered conversations about life, dating, and relationships. Join us as we share our own stories with those of our guests that will inspire you to connect with others in a new light. Whether it's overcoming heartbreak, navigating the dating world, or finding new ways to live in your truth, we've got you covered. So buckle up and let's get ready to cringe and crumble. Well, hello, Vanessa. Hi, Trinisha. Well, I guess I sound so nasally. I don't know why. No. Um, I'm excited for this episode <laughs> because this is uh, this is really interesting. Yeah, uh, I have like a whole outline I, on I, this. No, she really does. I'm like, <laughs> this is going to be a great episode because um, this one we're actually talking about cheating, like hardcore. We're talking. The title of this episode is called "The Great Area: The Great Areas of Cheating: What Really Constitutes Infidelity." Right. Mm-hmm. So we're going to touch on. The gray areas of infidelity and discuss the different behaviors and actions that could potentially be considered cheating. Yes. So let's start off first. I like to say, what is infidelity? Um, infidelity involves physical and emotional connections with someone outside one's partnership with others um, without the other's consent. So right. That is completely the definition of what I think infidelity is. Mm-hmm. Cheating It's the same word we use interchangeably. Um, What do you say? Tell me your thoughts on this because you you really did come prepared. (laughs) (laughs) She got like a book report. I'm excited about this. (laughs) Well, I mean, cheating is just it's a it's a form of betrayal. Any form of betrayal, I feel, you know, it's a violation of that trust that you have with your partner Mm -hmm. um, that's going to result in consequences that can affect the relationship. And it can affect it pretty bad. You know, once you have that that feeling or that or once the cheating happens, you know, whether and we can talk about different kinds of cheating. But once it happens, like. You're taking more than one step back. You're taking of a course. couple back. Because once you mm-hmm. lose trust in a relationship, that is a foundation of a relationship. You basically don't have nothing left after that. Because yeah. if you can't trust someone, mm-hmm. what is there? There's nothing. Right. And to try to rebuild that, that is that is an uphill battle. That's basically you running up a down escalator. Yeah. To try to get back into that person's good graces to where they can actually trust you and not bring up that same situation mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. And you know, rebuild that foundation yeah. that was once upon a time probably really strong. Right. And the only way to get go up that 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 down escalator is to keep working at it, keep working at it, mm-hmm. get stronger, get strong. So, you know, it's really hard. Like once you once it, there's a cheating situation, it's really, really hard to come back from that. It mm-hmm. takes a lot of work. Um and it, you know it's 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 and I was really gonna say, bad. um mm-hmm. don't want to cut you off, but it, it requires work from both parties and you both have yeah. to really want to work on it it's not just that person that cheated yeah it's also you because mentally you the you know the the victim in this situation mentally you may be a little skewed and you right. think that it doesn't affect you but it affects both of you it affects every one mm-hmm. of you everybody that's involved Even that third person the third person the children everybody like just from one action from one person it can create you know so much more hard work in this lifetime for for no reason, and it creates it for everybody. It's a ripple effect. That's Com- completely. That's, that's uh, that you can't take back. Yeah, I actually um, looked up a study online <laughs> uh, on you know the Journal of Marriage and Family, and they they actually said stated that thirty one percent of marriages actually ended in divorce because of cheating. 
Um, and there's another study that was published on archives of sexual behaviors that showed that 65% of couples that had cheating involved remained together. So that I thought that was interesting. There was two different studies, but there was two different perspectives. Um, mm. You know, it's interesting to see, you know, the the percentage be a little higher, honestly, in my opinion, than what I thought would be 65% to, you know, of people remaining together. And then opposed to the 31% of marriages that ended in divorce because of cheating. Yeah. Yeah. No, two different studies, but the numbers, you know, it's I guess a lower... it also just depends on, too, what their, um, how many people were in the study, right? That's always yeah. used the numbers because right. it could be from 100 people to 1,000 people to kind of right. really kind of see how the study actually works itself out. But mm-hmm. that is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, well, we'll probably get into this, but I, I think that's something that you can work through. Mm-hmm. Have that ever happened to me? I, no, not that I know of. And good thing no one ever told me about it. Um, Wait, that you've never been cheated, cheated on? on? Yes. Oh, you're lucky. Um, so <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm sure you have great stories on there. Um, um, but I, I think like if, even if if it does, and yeah, cheating's never great. But if something like this does come into the relationship, I feel as though you can probably work through it if you really want to, and if that's what something that you both want. Um, but once again, it has to be on both ends, right? And mm-hmm. not just on one person, and it can't just be one sided. Um, so with that being said, I, I, I guess let's just jump into what counts as cheating, right? Yeah. Let's, what do you think it counts as cheating? Um, <laughs> like the obvious ones, like sleeping with somebody else when we're together in a monogamous relationship. Yeah. Not, sleeping um, or kissing <laughs> even. I feel like kissing still cheating. I mean, who's I, 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 that counts as, yeah, that counts too. Any, any other intimate type of things kissing or having sex with that person that's all cheating like why hey well who else are you kissing i don't know like i need to know yeah who you kissing like why you kissing i mean that's completely that's cheating like who's Mm -hmm. out here kissing people thinking that it's not cheating i need to please please contact us because i want to understand your whole thought process if you think that i just kiss someone else it doesn't count as cheating oh that does count as cheating (laughs) because as your partner i'm your only partner i mean nonetheless they're in a a relationship that requires more people. I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, well, but a monogamous relationship. That's not this conversation. No, here. that is called cheating. Yeah, um, I mean, it's either one, like whether it's a sexual like betrayal or just a kissing betrayal. Um, they they they're both pretty f- painful. No matter what level yeah. of betrayal it is, it's really painful. Yeah, because you're. Yeah, it's like a form. You get of- intimate with someone else that's not. You, yeah, you know exactly. What else do you you think How about like texting or flirting with someone, like texting at somebody else? So this is when we're getting into emotional cheating, right? So mm-hmm. if you're texting with someone else, I don't think it's cheating, but it depends on what those text messages are. Right. If it's someone I don't know about and you're cheating, I mean you're texting that person behind my back and I've never heard of that person. Let's say for instance, mm-hmm. like. I think I was telling you about this before. Like, you know, we all work. You, you do office jobs. And we like to call what we have work husband and my work wife, right? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're with that person eight hours out of your life. And you spend a lot of time with them. And you you do exchange text messages. But nine times out of ten, that spouse knows about that person. But if you are texting that person more often than you should be without your spouse knowing that's cheating. Yeah. Like, I'm okay. You're like, I'm going to have a happy hour with X, Y, and Z. Like, I'm not gonna be like, oh my God. I'm like, cool, because I know this person. I know of this person. And I know their life just because you've told me about it. But if you are, like, all hours of night next to you, know, you're you're texting your work wife, like, and it's not work-related, yeah. we got yeah. a whole problem. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, uh, the obvious, like, pictures, explicit messages, that's, obvious cheating it's maybe they've, they've never done anything but you're emotionally cheating right there 
the over communication, um, like what you had mentioned, just like talking to my work husband or something, uh, you know, like limit it. Like if, you know, if it's necessary to text me outside of work, okay, fine. But like to make it a habit all the time, again, of course, going yeah. back to that, you know, we're not best friends. <laughs> you know no. what I mean? And if that's what's happening, then you that's when you know that's an emotional cheating right there, right? Right. And right. I think you're right with the obvious. If you're sitting people explicit photos of yourself via text and you're, you know, asking them, like, that's, of course, that's cheating. That's just Yeah, like, cheating. do you like my outfit? <laughs> right. And you're sending, like, bikinis or, like, yeah. you know, nude photos. That's mm-hmm. emotionally cheating. You didn't physically sleep with that person, but you literally are emotionally in your brain fantasizing about what it would be like mm-hmm. to be with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah. How uh, about how about like having like dating apps on your phone? I don't think they, having dating apps on your phone is quote-unquote cheating, but it is something, a conversation that you need to have once you get into the relationship. Because yeah, it's like, when do you definitely. delete the dating apps? Because a lot of us get super like forgetful and you know that we even have the dating apps on your phone and they just mm-hmm. sometimes you just forget they're there and they're just back there doing their own thing. But then it's a conversation that you probably should have up front if you're going to be in this monogamous relationship that, okay, we are together. Delete your dating apps if you feel like one day if you go home and you're like, I see Hinge on your phone. What are you doing? And you're like, I totally forgot I even have Hinge. And I still have dating apps on my phone. I don't use them. Mm -hmm. But they are still in the background running and taking all my data from Apple. But, you know, I should probably delete them. But they're still there. How about you? Yeah. I think think it's, yeah, definitely it's, in a relationship, it's important to have the conversation. Just like, hey, you know, I'm I'm actually, like, deleting my apps. Like, I didn't – I forgot that I had them, but I'm deleting them. I'm just letting you know. Like, I don't know if you still have them and that person can admit or not, you know. But I think it's important to have the conversation around it mm-hmm. um, because I think, like, keeping the app on your phone – and it's not just keeping the app. It's not just deleting it. It's deleting the profile. You know what I mean? Like – the whole profile has to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like when you delete, like, like you're deleting the app like and your profile. Like not just the app. On, like it's just you have to go into settings. Say delete account. <laughs> delete account. Are you, And this is going to ask you, are you sure? And it's like, yes. And like, are you really sure? We have a special. Yes. <laughs> no, like delete. Absolutely. Like because no, they can delete the app all day and it could be on their other Apple device or other Android True. device. Exactly. And it's just like, oh, it's not there, but mm-hmm. it's sitting on my iPad, you know. Yeah. But no, that's that's true. Like like you said, you got to go through all the different thousand steps. Yeah. Just freebie <laughs> offers, but you're together with me and we should be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's it's probably good to have the conversation a little bit sooner rather than later once, you know, once you're like, if you're, you're confident when you're confident yeah. in the in the relationship. Yeah, you're just going to go Don't the next wait place. too long. No, just get that out of the, just rip the bandaid off. You already slept with that prob- person probably anyway. So just mm-hmm. ask them, just delete your apps. Yeah. That's nothing going to hurt you. I uh, have a, I have an interesting <laughs> one. <laughs> You you beat me to the punch. I have a good one. Uh, Is going to a strip club cheating? No, no, it's not. I don't know. No, I've gone to strip clubs. I go with a boyfriend to go to strip clubs. It's not cheating. He's not sleeping with the woman. It's just a former entertainment. But what if they go by themselves? By themselves with their boys? Either or. By themselves or by themselves with their with their boys. You go with the boys all day. I don't care. You can go to the strip club. Just don't. I have trust in this person. Yeah, yeah. And if he's going by himself, I'm like, well, are you okay? Are you lonely? <laughs> Why are you going to the strip club by yourself? <laughs> like, do you want me to do something for you? I don't know. Whether the boys, let's say, like for bachelor bachelor weekends, yeah. like I know some women get super upset. Like, you can't go to the strip club. You can do whatever you want. Just don't say. I can't say you can't. 
don't do whatever you want at the strip club because then you may decide you want to get a happy ending. Yeah. But I know I, there's nothing wrong with it. I, I actually, I've gone to them a lot. I think they're actually quite fun because I just, honestly, I'd be analyzing like, girl, like how many calories do you think you're burning up there? <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, that's hard work. You know, he's like, how shut up. Calories? I'm like, I'm like, your leg muscles are like off the chain. But, <laughs> but no, I think I, I find it as a form of entertainment. They're, it's it's staying there. They're not doing anything illicit. And also the bodyguards are not, not just attending what other strip clubs are going to. I'm, I'm sure they're not like allowing them to do what they need to do in the back. Unless but, you're in Vegas. <laughs> what happens in Vegas? I don't know. Um, but yeah, but I don't personally. Me, no. I, I I'm okay um, if the person wants to go to the strip club. And if he but he goes by himself, I, I I think we need to go see a therapist or something because I'm like, why are you by yourself at the strip club? Yeah, I think for uh, me, it's more of like it, it's got to be like a once in a while occasion. And when I say once in a while, it's like not an every other you know ho- holiday. It's like literally once for a bachelor in a while. party that's like once every two three years yeah two three years like not not even every year like you shouldn't have to go that often you don't want to go once a year if he goes to the boys of vegas as a boy trip you can't go once a year uh, no why like what's the what like why why <laughs> what do you think to do i don't think he's not i mean i, I don't know I, it's just not it's like well so we'll get into that a little bit in a little bit because i feel like you know, you're just kind of, again, like you're playing with fire. You know what, what I mean? I feel like you're married. You know, I don't think that I don't is think something that's... that I want my husband to do. That's personally for me. Like, no, I think I that's I don't want great. that kind of husband. No, no, I think that's great. That's to each his own. That's why I think yeah. people agree to disagree. Like, you don't want your husband. If my husband wants to go with his boys once a year and they want to go to the strip club that they only go to once a year, I don't care. <laughs> go have some fun. Just get out of my face. Yeah. Um. Just, I have trust with you mm-hmm. and... Everyone has their form of entertainment. And if that's one of his forms of entertainment he finds great, I'm okay with it. I'm I don't need to control all those aspects and I don't I don't there's not something that runs in my mind. Yeah. Like he's in the back, I don't know, he's doing nasty things. Like, ugh, no. He's with his boys. They're probably drunk and God knows, and they're just probably in the same spot doing nothing. So but yeah. But yeah, so we know your husband, he cannot go to the strip club except for once every three, four years. <laughs> So just know, <laughs> any future Vanessa husband, you will not be allowed. I, just, I don't know. You're not, not, not going to be not having joint. It's you're, just not, like, you're not having joint bachelor and bachelorette parties. No, no. Here's the thing. Like it's it's not that it's not allowed. It's just more like, well, it doesn't make me feel good. Like it just it's not. Why does it make you feel good? I just and it's not like, I don't know. It just doesn't. You That's know, fine. it just doesn't. It just doesn't like sit well. It's just kind of entertaining, like the fantasies. You know what I mean? And it's. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like it's necessary. You know. I don't know. So what's, what's wrong with that? What's at home? You know. <laughs> like that's, no, that's nothing wrong with that. So then know? that makes me have asked you this question. And what do you think about porn? Well, that's the same thing. I don't feel like. I don't. I don't feel like. Like why? Like why? <laughs> like why? Are, like. Why are you like sneaking behind my back and watching? Well, no, porn, he probably know? doesn't sneak behind your back. But if he just is like, I want to do it, in, like watch in front of me. I don't know. You guys watch it together. I don't know. People no. like that type of stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know. No. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> you asked the question. I just asked her the question. <laughs> so let's move on to emotionally cheating then. So we're done. So we already know what kind of counts as cheating, right? Um, the obvious signs of that, but what constitutes this emotional cheating? Yeah. So emotional cheating, like really it's just like developing a close bond or, you know, behaviors or, or confiding in someone outside of your relationship that makes you question 
like have have that like those antennas go up. You know, it's like. So you would think like that's with like friendships, right? Right. Like what we talked about before is like Mm -hmm. having that best friend of the opposite sex. I'm like, uh. Like, why? I did read this this cringe wedding reception where, like, the maid of honor, she had, she did her, I don't even know why she had a first dance, but she had her own first dance with the groom, and it was to this sad song about having to let him go, and I don't think the the wife understood that what was happening there, but then the guest was like, this is very awkward. And she was just like crying like uncontrollably into his suit that she had to let him go because I think she's been harboring these emotions about how much she really loves her best friend. And now he's found someone else. And knowing him, he's a stupid. He didn't know. And she's just like, oh, my God. And I forget what the song was, but it was like blatantly obvious, obvious that this song was about losing the love of your life or something. So so that goes back to should you be best friends? I think there's always an underlying thing where someone likes the other person. So, jeez, yeah. you just, yeah. I mean, blew your mind. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's not that's they that's they they were totally emotionally getting it on. <laughs> like, I, I maybe I don't know. Emotionally, I'm not even saying that they did anything. No, like, but the vibes were there for a long time. She just went crying. I don't think he was crying, but I think the wife was just like, "Okay, that's so cute." And well, like, he was probably the one accepting all of the, of course, the love and support from the best friend. Of course, he was surrounding himself. With and now she has no one beautiful. to give love and support to because her best friend's getting married to yes. somebody else that she probably doesn't like. Of course, <laughs> crazy. But so, of course, you can't be with your best friend in a committed relationship. Yeah. So, like, back to, like, just, like, developing that bond. So, you know, like, once you, like, I think what I want, also want to clarify is, like, you can't really confuse this with a traumatic d- distress. Like, some some people have so much trauma and in, in trust with, you know, in, in relationships that they go into relationships in that, in that mindset. So, for example, like... I I go into a relationship with somebody, but I have been cheated on left and right. I grew up in a cheating family. I you know I I've, that's all I've seen. So if I go into a relationship already feeling like like anxious and un, untrusting of my partner, you know the relationship can go great, and, and my partner can be very like supportive and he's there for me but like the minute he goes to the store I think he's cheating like we that's not what we're talking about that's not that's not emotionally cheat that's not emotional cheating that's just traumatic that's like a traumatic um experience that you really need to figure out when I talk about emotional cheating it's everything is great everything is gravy I'm I'm healed you're healed we're all good but then you still on the side keep doing your thing blatantly you keep asking for the attention. You keep having these little side conversations. You keep yeah. So basically, you're saying, mm-hmm. in a nutshell, you're in your Instagram messages, uh, you know, DMs. You're messaging someone else mm-hmm. um, that you find super attractive. Uh, mm-hmm. You're still talking to a friend or an ex that you should not be talking to anymore. But you're like, yeah, but you know, we're quote unquote friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. you know, you're you're having these great conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, with someone else is not you. And if it's emotionally like binding in a sense where I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not even like the, yeah, it's just, you could have a friend, even like, let's say a neighbor, you know what I mean? It's just, 
you can have these other relationships. No, no, you have these other relationships, yeah. but I, I can see where you're saying, like, it, no. like it, We just have to be really careful of not confusing, like, a traumatic version of you to a healthy version of you. No, no, no. You know I don't I think mean? when we say emotionally, when we say, like, you're right, no, I don't think no one's going to think that when you say emotionally, it's traumatic. It's like, no, like, when you're having an emotional connection with someone, where it's like, when you're in a healthy mm-hmm. relationship with anyone, like, we're we're connected emotionally, physically, and everything. Mm-hmm. And what you're taking, what that other person's doing is, as, as opposed to just keeping that emotional attachment to you, they're doing that with someone else, right? So they're giving someone every good mornings, afternoons, what are you doing? How is your day? Yes. They're getting those compliments from someone else, and they're checking in, they should be doing that with you, which they probably are but they're doing it with someone else right and so that's the emotional cheating that we're saying because it's not physical but they're basically gearing up to something that could probably turn right physical yeah and i and i say that because i think there could be a confusion i think somebody you know can listen and say oh well you know i'm being emotionally cheated all the time you know because my boyfriend he goes to the store he takes about three hours or you know he's always saying hi to the neighbor like there's people like that there's people who do truly believe that that's an emotional cheating and it's not it's your traumatic experience that you're feeling right now and even if that is your traumatic experience that you're feeling i think before you even try to get in a relationship you got to fix that but you don't know it you don't know again you don't know sometimes that you are you're traumatized you know i mean i'm sure that person probably that other person they're in a relationship with would probably tell them that this is unhealthy that you think because I say good morning to the neighbor next door that you think that's cheating. Yeah, it creates problems. Yeah, but no, but that person's telling you that this is this is not healthy. This is not a healthy yeah. dynamic. Unless the the kind of person he you know every person that this person you know you're you're dating ends up cheating because of it. and then you and then all continuously validates men are scum cheat people are you know everybody's gonna cheat and so well because that's when you have a mental block in your head and you should not be dating anyone because you really got to fix yeah. yourself yeah that's, and that's, so that's, that's logical yeah we, yeah i mean but no but that's that but that's really it's not it's not it's not really fair you're coming with all this emotional baggage that you know mm-hmm. it's so traumatizing this is almost like having ptsd and you're just like i'm not going to discuss this with you mm-hmm. but i have this in me but then i'm going to start having these weird triggers and i'm going to start be popping <laughs> off and no one knows why yeah and then like yeah but that's neither here nor there. That's we can move out of this. We know what emotional <laughs> cheating is. Um, so let's 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 keep to the the basics of that. But micro cheating. Have you heard of this before? I did. I heard of micro cheating, and your definition of micro cheating is mine is quite different. But I think it's almost the same because mine is like the subtle acts of deception and betrayal. So they're very subtle. They don't mean to. Mm-hmm. They, they either they they purposely do it. Mm-hmm. Or they don't purposely do it, right? Yeah. So it's like, like I think we said before, like you're regularly texting someone in secret that they find super attractive, right? That's kind of micro-treating, right? I feel like it doesn't even have to be someone that they're attracted to. I feel like it could be anyone that who's giving them the attention that they like, you well, know? that and then also obsessively liking someone's posts that mm-hmm. they don't even know, but they really like. Or they know. Mm-hmm. But 9 out of 10 is probably somebody That's they don't true. really know. That's it's, I think um, it, it's. Very, very common that you keep liking a photo from somebody that you do know, and it's like, oh, well, I'm not, I don't think in this micro cheating sense, mm-hmm. it's like probably like some great celebrity or something where they just have an obsession or something, right? Um, but you tell me what your version of micro cheating is, though. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, so what I've gathered is this micro cheating is like, it's hard to defend, right? It's like, oh, I can't really get mad because it's not cheating. But it makes it, it's making me uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know? It's making me feel a certain way where, like, I don't feel like 
I'm like 80% secure right now. That 20% is still out there. It's not bothering anybody, but it's still out there, you know? Yeah. Um, And things like that can just, if you don't have that 100%, like if you, if you still have that 20% lingering around somewhere else, it can just really erode the relationship slowly. You know, it's a slow erosion if it continues and it grows. And, you know, it could start off with like liking someone's, Instagram picture to like watching all their stories to the, to like messaging and complimenting say hey like you know you look great to like you know it could it could it could it could end up developing somewhere yeah it's it's, Create, it's, it's micro cheating yeah right? and then also like you know you have like a very friendly neighbor who's overly friendly with you and they, that person might like you and you have no interest in that person and you're you know you're married or you have a relationship but you entertain it, you know, you entertain the little like quirks that she's giving or he's giving and you entertain the little like subtle like things that like should be like, all right, thanks. And then walk away. But you you sit there and you let it and you let it happen. You know, the, that that's a micro cheating situation or like as an up- ego boost or something. Yeah. Too. Yeah. But it's it's micro. It's small enough. It's but it's like if I saw I'd be like. What what why are you gonna sit there and, and like entertain it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um and it, you know, once nice. is fine, but like sometimes like some people can make it a habit. They like the they like the attention a little too much. Um or even like catching up with your ex all the time. You know, talking to your ex and like, hey, what's up? You know, if you're in a relationship and I don't know. I think exes belong in, you know I don't think that's micro cheating, that's just straight up emotional cheating with your ex. Like, because, you know, they're, what are you talking to your ex about? I mean, that's the thing. Like, you could talk about, I don't know, anything. You could both be in a relationship and talk about your relationships. But why are you talking to each other? That's what I'm saying. Like, well, it, but it's, it happens. And you can, you can defend it. That's the thing. Like, you can, you could defend and be like, well, nothing's happening. They have, that, they have a person and I have you. So, you know, we, we were just catching up. And it's, it's not, mm. you know, it's hard for me to be like, you know, no, you're wrong, but you are. You know what I mean? Because even though nothing happened or it's happened in the past or whatever, it's still it's still micro-cheating. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just hard to defend. Like you said before, micro-cheating. Yeah. Uh, it's just those little things. But you you really should have these conversations these little things are happening, right? And you're starting to see them over time. Yeah. Because you don't want it to get to a point to where it just it's going to drive you crazy. Like, if you were saying, like, the neighbor and, you know, you're, the husband probably doesn't have any type of, he doesn't ever care about that woman, but she's always entertaining him and probably having with his ego. And, you, and you're like, oh, why do you keep entertaining her? Mm-hmm. And if he's like, oh, just because I just want to be nice. Or you can be like, I think it's making me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should stop. If he doesn't listen to what you're saying to him, then that's a bit of a problem. Not yeah. taking into consideration. Yeah, because that neighbor could one day wake up and be like, oh, like, I think he likes me. Or you no, know what I, I watch mean? enough Fear to Thy Neighbor to see that, and then they get obsessed. <laughs> like you and your show. I watched that last night. And you get super <laughs> obsessed, and they think they're in a relationship. They're not in a relationship. Next, you know, you're gonna be dead. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just you know, it's it's just like a like a little open window for anything. To tell you the truth, those little things. Yeah, but I don't. Just make sure those little things don't mm-hmm. drive you crazy to where you're looking like a crazy lady. Like, just allow people to live life, but then something seems like it's getting really crazy over the line, then 
you need to address it, but yeah. I don't want because then everyone's gonna think like every little thing. Like you looked at that girl. Yeah. Like I was watching something and the girl got upset because he looked at another girl and you're at a dance studio and she's like, How dare you dance with her? But the dance teacher's trying to dance with both of you so you can teach her how to dance, but then She's like, well, you're cheating because you're with this woman and you're dancing too long with her. And, mm. and you're like, okay, this is a lot. I was like, this is a lot. Yeah. I'm like, you got you to gotta kind of put some good boundaries here in place, you know? Yeah. I, that's funny that you say that because <laughs> I remember one time, and I didn't know it. I, didn't, <laughs> I learned definitely at the time, though. I, I remember going to a, a wedding with my ex. And my ex doesn't dance, really. I love to dance. That's, like, my favorite thing. And especially, like, Spanish music, like salsa, merengue. Like, I love it, right? Yeah. And so we went to my friend's wedding, and they were playing, like, really good music. And he's not a dancer. <laughs> and I had said something like, I was like, babe, do you do you mind if I go dance with Frank? <laughs> like, a friend, like, a mutual friend of ours, right? Mm-hmm. And... I, and, you know, for me at the time, I was like, it was just dancing, you know, nothing. There was nothing. There. I just wanted to dance. But he got so upset. He was just like, yeah, go dance with whoever. You know, and he was just like, go go dance with all the guys around here. And I'm like, whoa. Like, I didn't realize, like, he has been hovering these little things, like, about, like, you know, in my, my dream yeah. in general that, like, he kind of just exploded that day. And I didn't, you know, I didn't realize that was like a... Well, a I bothersome think, thing. I don't think it's a bothersome thing, but that was a bothersome thing to him mm-hmm. because if you if he's not a dancer, you legit asked him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you shouldn't have to ask permission to do anything, but you you out of respect for your boyfriend said, "Do you mind if I go dance with our mutual friend?" There's nothing that's there. It was There's so not- it, that's the thing. It wasn't his friend. It was my friend from like back in the day. It was like a group of us that you know. It was pre pre ex boyfriend, right? That we all knew each other. We used to hang out. And, you know, the guy was single and the guy, you know, yeah, like. But you're was, in a wedding. No one, no one's out in here trying to hot pocket whatever out here. I understand. That, I but, understand. But it, bo- but, you know, and I get it. And yeah. I, I would have been, I would have reacted differently. But again, it's like, I didn't catch his cue. For him, that was bothersome. For him, that was like a, like a, a version of micro cheating that even though I didn't do anything and I asked permission, like it's still like a, a boundary for him. You I mean, but I mean? he didn't outright say it to you. So you're not supposed to be out here trying to play guessing games. So if that was something that really bothered him, I mean, granted, he did say abrasively, like, oh, go dance with whoever else. If you put two and two together, like, oh, he's upset. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're seeing that as cheating. But as a grown man who uses words, as right. he told you to go dance with X, Y, and Z, he could say, <laughs> I don't want you to dance with that person because it makes me feel uncomfortable. Cool. You're going to respect that, but you're not here to be decoding that. But it is his version of micro yeah. cheating. But you got to communicate that. Yeah, and that and, and, and that was the fail there, right? Yeah. Like it was, the communication was it was lack thereof, yeah. right? Like and it was there was, he was upset, and then you're right. like, and I'm, I'm really like that. That's a yeah. whole. I'm not gonna no. even get into that. But I, but you're taking this topic into that situation. I'm like, okay, yeah, but like, yeah, you express that. You know, yeah. like this is what you consider, the, and that's why you have these healthy conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, what are boundaries for you, and what are not? Um, and then you guys just work around it, but. Yeah. I, I yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Mm. So I like I also I also looked up I read into like this whole micro cheating thing and then, you know, apparently fantasizing is micro cheating as well and obviously you can't control anybody's thoughts. That's like, you know, you're that's always never it's never going to be something that I was going to say how are you going to know what they're thinking? 
Well, it's not about knowing about what they are thinking. It's about you yourself and and like how and show and like how invested you are in the relationship. So, you know, if you're like constantly fantasizing or again like with the porn you know if you're constantly looking for something more something different or something you know you're looking around your eyes are wandering nothing's happening you're in the relationship you're you're you haven't done anything but you're constantly in that mindset like you're not being present anymore you're you're actually not that you're not being present anymore you're becoming less present in the relationship and sometimes when you nurture that it's like it just starts to grow and grow and grow so like what I'm trying to say is like you as a as an individual like if you're committed be committed you know be committed in the relationship be present so, you always are I, I think that those are correct but I don't think because someone watches porn that that's micro cheating that they're fantasizing I think it, it, it could bring something different into the relationship that they're probably looking at or that not, to break though. into the relationship. It could, but it or not. It could also ignite something else that you feel that's lacking now. Okay, well, you know what? Stop looking at this micro-cheating um, <laughs> research because it's got you going down this whole rabbit hole and it's going to be like I mean, a it's, lot of... It's a conversation. It's I, really, I mean, it's it's really a conversation, out there. It's a conversation, but it's also... Like, I mean, you're now you're taking into like... You're like fantasy. Like Everyone fantasizes about things, but if you become obsessive with anything, even if it's the fantasy or thought of anything that's where it's going to be a fault but like like when you when you threw me for a loop when you said fantasy i was like what? what fantasizing yeah like even like you know fantasizing about like the hot co-worker or whatever all the time like it's no one's not going to know about it your partner's definitely not going to know about it but now like you know you know about that and like do you want to be consistently fantasizing or do you want to be no. present in the relationship no of course you want to be present in the relationship but i but making that as a part of micro cheat i just it's i mean it's it's in there it's it's what's defined <laughs> it's 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 another version it's you know right, let's move on to the next one i'm over micro cheating now <laughs> it's like micro cheating i mean I, I i'm just i just want to make sure you know the everything is 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 a point of view yeah you know no I mean? it's, it's yeah it is that's yeah. uh well, then this is a good one then. Taking a break in your relationship and engaging with someone else. I was break. on a break. <laughs> is that for any of my friends, lovers. I have been so sad for the past few days because of Matthew Perry. I'm so sad. Chandler Bing. But anyways, I got to reference friends because that was a huge episode. It's a, it's a, It was a cultural phenomenon with that episode because there's a lot of people who either agree with Ross that he you know it was okay for him to cheat because he was on a break with Rachel Green or people agree with Rachel Rachel Green that you know what like no you're a cheater like we were on a break but it was just a small break we were still gonna get back together we just needed time apart for a second and so that was a big thing so I, I yeah I didn't watch it so are but... we team Ross or team Rachel <laughs> I'm team Ross because you were not together I'm team Rachel all day. No. All because day. we're not going to play this game of we're breaking up, but we think and hypothetically we're going to get back together. We're grownups. If I am on a break with you, we're we're no longer together. You're free to do whatever you want to do. This is not but called, oh, I'm on a break, but we may get back together. We may not get back together. But then you go. No, like, see, that's no. a break up. That's not a break. That's a break up. A break is you are together. We just need to we need some time apart for a second. You just break up. You're, you're not breaking. No, you're not, no. There's a, there, I'm Team Ross all day on this. Like, no, no, no. It was a no. break. It was a break because team because Ross. Cause I I know that you're not like a friends watcher, but Ross was 
head over heels for Rachel. He wanted her back. Like, he wanted to fix the relationship and this and that. And, you know, for him to go ahead and, like, sleep with someone else in the 24-hour break that they had, like... (laughs) When you say... People say they're on the break, then you wind up breaking up. Like, I just... You're just just setting yourself up for straight-up failure. All day, every day. I mean, some people what are you, need like, a break. In high school? We're not in high school. Well, We're... some people need a break. Well, some... you need a break. Let's just break up and you just figure out your break and do what you got to do. Because whatever mm-hmm. you do within that break that we're not together, and that may go from 24 hours or to six months or to a year, mm-hmm. that's cool. Do you. I'm going to do me. I'm not going to harbor any emotions because we're on a break. Like, I don't... So you would be okay if you had, like, a, you know, I mean... You're more of a breakup person. So there's no breaks in your kind of No, and even if I did say, let's have a break, what you do in between that break, I don't even know the next time I'm going to get back to with you. So no, I don't, you do what you want to do because I literally just let you go as a person because I said you need a break, which Mm. means you need to do what you need to do to work on yourself. I'm going to do what I need to do. And if we make this circle back again to get back together out of this break, I would be like, no, but that's. And that's the beauty of it, right? So I'm mm. I'm Team Ross all day. No, I I feel like the the break is like a mental break. It's not it's not to prove that I could do whatever I want, that we have ownership or anything like that. You know, for me, it's more of like we need to take a step back and just recalibrate and see like where what we want out of this relationship and how we want to how we want to develop it. Therapy. Sometimes you just need the twenty four hours. Sometimes you just need the. the are you putting a time days. limit when you say you're going on this break? We're going to be broken. Well, it up. depends. We, we're going to the... take a break for twenty four hours. No. Or are you saying we're going to take a break until you feel better? It depends than I feel on better. the relationship. It depends on the ner- nature of the situation. It's not just like a set so time. It's still open ended. No, but it's it's also like again you communicate that or right, we're taking a break. You know, just I need some time to to think about things. I'm not saying I need some time to go mess around with someone else. I just need time to think about things. I'm not saying, but if they do mess around with someone else, that's this. That's their thing, but they could do whatever in this. If break. they do, for me, if they do, then that just proves like you know what? That's what you want. That's what you need. But if and, it's not, and now it becomes a breakup. But my thing is, if you're not, you have an open-ended break right now. You just told me you have not said I'm gonna break. We're gonna break for 24 hours. We're not gonna break for a month. You just said it's open-ended. How do you know what? How long? Well, take I mean, I didn't this? say it was open. It was like it depends on the situation. Okay, so I said, you know, it depends. It depends on how severe, how much time we really need. I mean, but, but you're going to give each other that because are you, I'm I'm asking you. Yeah, are you I mean, giving you each can, other a time frame. You are you can. not saying you're not giving each other a time frame? That's yeah, what if I, I, need I to if know. we say we need a break and it's like open ended for a while, then yeah, that's more of a breakup. Okay, that's that 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 can constitute. But, a but I'm saying like when you communicate, but even if you have like a, I need a break. Do you say to that person? I need a break. Give me at least a week and we can let's let's circle back around in a week. Or you're saying, I just need a break. And that person's supposed to read your mind of when you're gonna be dumb no, your break you, to come back to you. You talk about sometimes you're like, I need a break for a couple days. And then Okay, couple, so now you gave me a time frame. And then a couple of days. days comes by and you're like, look, I still need to I need some time. This is what's going on. This is what's in my this is what's this is what are the things that I'm thinking about. You know, are you willing to work on that? No. Okay, I think we need to either break up or or figure it out, you know. Well, now, 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 now that's different because mm-hmm. now you've communicated that you've had some time blocks in there. I had a, I had a couple of days, and we reached out again. We're doing this. When you said you had me thinking, like you say a break, you're not saying anything. It's open ended. I just need a break. I need my time. You do what you do. I do what I do. But no. nine out of ten, if mm-hmm. I, if I'm saying I need a break and I'll give you a time frame on that, do what you got to do. But yeah. nine out of ten, I'm not like yeah, no. But I I was still hands down Team Ross, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Oh, Team Rachel all day. And so that comes all back to day. you. Do you come back from a situation like that? Depends on which way the situation you took it. <laughs> I mean, for 
for Ross and Rachel, it did come back, you know, for, for anybody who watched the show, they did marry happily ever after or whatever. But I think, again, yeah, it was, like, it's pretty hard. Like, if, if I was on, if we were on a break and, like, I, I heard that you had, you know, hoed around <laughs> during that break, then, yeah, no, I don't think I can, I can just accept that. I'm sorry. Like, we were in a relationship. We weren't. The plan was not to break up. The plan was just to take some space and just recalibrate. And that, as long as you communicate that, that's I, fine. Yeah. I think if not, you, I mean, you're gonna be. I if there's love, there's love. That's how I see it. You know, if it's if the love it's is communicated, it's love and communication. If yeah. you're not communicating clearly, mm-hmm. that's when you mess up. Yeah. So, all right. So let's move on. So you have social media. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. What do you think social media? How is that like? I mean, like social media can create that gray line, you know, back to like the, this air, this gray area of cheating. Like, I think it can definitely entice some 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 cheating mechanisms, you know, mm. um, it, you know, whether it's a micro cheating or full blown like let's meet up and mm. and it's true and do things you know it's still a tool to to use that same as like a, a dating app so i mean but are you actually checking that person's like insta or like i mean cuz now i'm like cuz you wouldn't really know really i mean unless you're on their instagram or like if you know how many likes they've been liking what they've been doing because i i wouldn't really know so how would you know um like yeah how would you know? I think you would know. I th- well, to be quite honest, like once you get into uh, uh, this uh, feeling of like you're not, you're not. Tr- there's something that you're not trusting, you know. Then I think mm. you get the tendencies to check. You, you're mm. like, let me, let me see what what's going on. You or you, you even like checking mm. from your own phone, like. Like going into his profile and 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 seeing like the f- kind of friends that he has, or because like even when I date, like when I start dating somebody, like right off the bat, and we and we you know exchange Instagrams, like mm-hmm. I kind of want to see what your life is about. Like that's why we exchange Instagrams because like let's see the kind of friends you are, let's see what you like to do, and let's see like who's following you and who's and who are you following. Oh, this is when you know you're doing I mean? the investigation of this person, but then like... But I'm just saying, you can still do that while you're in a relationship if you start to feel those feelings. You know, you could... Oh, but you're You feeling- can reinvestigate. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm saying like... I mean, I guess if you're feeling the feelings, but initially if you're not feeling... Okay, I get it. Yeah. So you gotta feel the feelings and... And if you are, you need to go and look on their Instagram. Yeah, and, and, and you those, see what stories they viewed. And sometimes, like the feeling, you know, that feeling the feelings could be a, a unhealthy one, right? It's, mm. You can you can be already in an unhealthy space where now you're like checking his phone and you're just like fishing for things. And it's kind of messed up. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, but it happens. You know what I mean? If you're, but that's because you're you're having some insecurities on your own part. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. So don't take that um, mm-hmm. advice. Uh, I like that you have your LinkedIn requesting. Who who's out here? Checking I'm out? not gonna lie. I mean, I I I'm not gonna name any names. <laughs> was but I on LinkedIn requesting? I was. I was. I had. I had my moments. <laughs> I had. I had my moments of like, you know, not trusting someone. Oh, my ex, and it was. It came to. The, it came down to that. I'm like, like. He was LinkedIn. 
long story short, like he was he was talking to his his uh, coworker like in that manner, and I saw it on LinkedIn, and you know, it just spiraled from there. Lord so. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then yeah, he ended race? up changing her name to Ken. I'm like, you don't know no Kens. Ken. Yeah. No one knows a Ken. No. That's not a real name. Stupid. It's like Barbie. He's such an idiot. And then erasing search engines. I don't think I've ever looked at anyone else's erasing search engine. Um, well, I, that's uh, when you get to that point, right? Like when you're when you're like erasing search. I've never gotten to that point. Yeah. I don't know. I, only time I erase that's my, because you've never been cheated on. So no. I've been cheated on. I've gotten to that point. Where you just started looking at yeah. all these views. Yeah. Like I, you know, like I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I trust, I love you so much, but I don't trust you. And it's sad to be there, but I was there. Okay. So, you know. That's a big one. Lucky you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then um, the consequences of cheating, though, um, of course, I mean, we, we, we've we gone over a lot, right? Mm -hmm. But it constitutes of cheating, all the different types of cheating. Um, really, like, uh, I think in a nutshell, what are the consequences for cheating? Mm -hmm. Of course, the main one is always going to be trust issues. Right. Trust is what a relationship is built on. Yeah. The foundation of that and communication. And um, it will be very hard, and I think we said that at the beginning of the episode, to rebuild that trust. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... it. <laughs> Yeah, it creates, uh, you know, it's 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 a big red flag, you know, when you start feeling those things, and you have to get try to catch those red flags early on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, unfortunately, like all of us have like deep rooted issues, you know, some from somewhere. It doesn't have to be cheating; it could be other things that can trigger be triggered. But cheating is the more the more common one. Mm -hmm. um, and so when you get involved with somebody and there's cheating involved. Those deep-rooted issues that you have revolving around cheating just gets validated even more. And so now, like, you're not only validating that cheating scenario, but you're going into the next relationship and any future relationships with even deeper wounds that are going to just retract you in, in, in being in a healthy relationship. So I think that, you know, that's that's the unfortunate consequences when cheating is involved in in a in a in a relationship that you know it's just going to be a revolving door of um of issues and they just get stronger and strong, stronger as you encounter these kind of uh these kind of relationships so or situations mm. and it can end to the yeah and i think you're right like does and it can lead to the end of a relationship um, mm -hmm. I mean, but you can actually, you can work on it too. Like, you know, right. Mm -hmm. uh, it could either like you have here, you can make it for the better or worse. Um, but like, it, like you said, it, it, both of you have to really want this. Um, yeah. and if you don't both want this and if you can't see yourself getting over the cheating that this person did and forgive them, mm -hmm. you should just walk away from that relationship because you're just going to be. In that quicksand, right? You're going to keep always yeah. mentally in your head playing the same thing over and over again of like, oh, he cheated. He must be doing this again. And you're just, you're mm -hmm. not going to feel good with yourself. No, no, you're not. And, you know, I think that um, there's, you know, it's, it's again, like I said before, it's just, a, it's going to be like just a lot of work for mm -hmm. everybody. Not, not only for you guys, like, you know, it, love is there and like, but love isn't enough all the time and so it just takes a lot of um a lot more work than you can imagine when when you're really trying to 
figure it out. And, and then some, you know, relationships, they they make it better. They they take that scenario, that cheating scenario, and, like, they do turn around. It's, there's, there is hope. There is – it can work out if there's – if the work's put in, you know. Um, but it's not ideal, but it, it – you, you can – if – if two people are in agreement with wanting to be with each other, with making it ha- like making turning this situation into an opportunity to get closer, to get to know each other, to find to find the you know the rooted reasons of why you treated to begin with, and you know what what can I do to change and what you can do to change, and just kind of really like get stronger, um, then yeah, then it's it's pretty magical at that point if you can get through that. So. No, I think it's well spoken. Mm-hmm. I have nothing on that. But I think uh, final thoughts for this episode, though, because um, it's a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's going to take from what they what they take from it, what they consider infidelity, maybe completely different. Like we mm-hmm. both have known. We both realized during this episode what we think is cheating and our different boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think you definitely need to have that conversation off the bat mm-hmm. of what your boundaries are and what you think is cheating. And mm-hmm. if you do have like some of this emotional baggage from a past relationship where you have been cheated on and you know the triggers of that's going to make you want to go look through all these things, you should be upfront with that and not let mm-hmm. that, don't let that build up inside of you to where you're doing some, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it explodes on that person. They did not know that these are those mm-hmm. type of triggers that's going to help, that not going to help, that's going to set you off. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and just have those conversations. And if right. and if you if you do get cheated on, you, you really got to sit down and, and think about what you guys want mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, yeah. And you know the the thing is like y- there has to be a lot of um, patience. You know, if you, if you do want to work on things, then you know uh, first of all, the it has to it has to be a very thoughtful apology a thoughtful you know mm-hmm. honest confession um you, and you have to be consistent and the consistency is the hardest thing you have to be consistent always being patient you know cuz once you once the uh, there's like a cheating scenario in a relationship you're taking a lot of steps back and sometimes when you move forward you move back again it's a constant like balancing you're moving forward but it's still like rocking back and forth and so being really patient and consistent with your actions and your validations and really wanting to work it out is is really important um mm-hmm. and that and then from there that's when you can start once you like pass that hurdle then you can start redeveloping your relationship to what you want it to be what you both want it to be and like rediscovering like each other and rediscovering how you want to see the you know how you want to see this relationship going forward and creating new intim- intimacy um versions of yourself so um you're adapting you're adapting to this new new you this new couple um so it's important to, you know, to re to to learn how to mourn, right? To mourn what happened, mm-hmm. mourn the situation, and then rebuild from there, like we do with everything else in life. Yeah, grieve the process. Yes, definitely. And just rebuild on top of it. Yep. yep. So those are the great areas of cheating. Um, yeah. It's a lot, a lot of food for thought. Yeah. Um, but really think about it and uh, just know that, you know, Cheating isn't the end, mm-hmm. depending on the situation, and that um, you can always come back from that. Yeah. It's like the phoenix rising. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. That was a good one. I that hope, was a good one. I hope we all got something out of it. 
Sure they did. Team Ross all day. <laughs> Team Rachel Green. They were on a break. That does not mean that you can sleep with someone else. Sorry. Um, bye. <laughs> bye.